This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Markin' Out, episode number 296. We, of course, discuss the topic of professional wrestling. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I am also joined here by my co-host, Dave. You could follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And collectively, we're known as Markin' Out. You could follow us on Twitter at Markin' Out. Feel free to go to MarkinOut.com. Check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. If you're feeling froggy, you could check out YouTube.com slash MarkinOut11. Dave, how are you doing? Well, today I am doing pretty well. Um, I am uh, very calm, very at ease, very uh, <laughs> very relaxed right very now. Very calm and at ease. Very relaxed right now. How about yourself? How are you today? I'm doing awesome as always. How was uh, how was your week? Well, no, no, we we dropped that gimmick, bro. My <laughs> week was great. My week was great. Uh, let's see. I don't know. What did you I do? For, what did you do? I, I should preface this by saying that that the intro, the reason why I spoke so softly in your ears, is because it is now one a.m. on a Wednesday. Well, Thursday. technically Thursday, yeah. Well, I am on a Thursday, yes, because uh, I'm going to Comic-Con on Friday, so I can have time to record. Yeah, so we're trying to stay calm and mellow, so this way... No, no, no. I'm past that. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah. I can get pumped. I can take the moon and the stars and, and feel a rush, yeah. So Brian's never going to sleep tonight. I, I probably won't. <laughs> in all honesty though I'm like I'm super nervous for Friday I really am Who who's on your list of uh, people to meet well I mean I definitely said this recently but um, I bought the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Pops the Black Ranger and the Blue Ranger David uh-huh. Yost and Walter Jones specifically for Comic Con so I'll be waiting on those long lines for them mm-hmm. and then I want to meet Bender John DiMaggio from uh, Futurama, and a bunch of other things too. But uh, are you going to try to meet any uh, wrestlers? I'm going to try to say what's up to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, um, you, you and him go way back. Shoot him a text. <laughs> yeah, right. I could probably do that, but I feel super weird doing that. Because <laughs> like he doesn't have my number. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's funny. But uh, and I don't have his. Wait, number. hold on. You have his number. No, I don't have his number. I could like it's an easy get for me. I'm saying, but oh yeah, of course. <laughs> but I would I wouldn't text him. Yeah. It's funny because like all the famous people in my phone book, I would never text in a million years. <laughs> Let's but see. That just came with the game, so. Yeah, of course. It's all about the game and how you play it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But That's yeah, I'm gonna cool. try. I, I really, I want to meet uh, uh, who else? I don't know. Bob Camp, that was the co-creator of uh, Ren and Stimpy. 
Uh-huh. So it'd be cool to get like an original piece of Ren and Stimpy there from him. That would be pretty cool. Do you have any things that you would like to do? Obviously, it's Comic Con. There's so yeah, much. I want to survive. I want. I want to <laughs> survive. When in 2014, I was like dead. I was so can you, dead. Can but, you bring in food or no? Because I know they charge a lot for they, food. They specifically tell you to bring snacks and stuff, and and like a water bottle with refillable, like that you could refill or whatever. I'm just gonna I'm gonna bring water bottles and uh, hopefully like granola bars or something because. Uh, they do say the food at the Javits Center is super expensive, which it is. Hey, why, don't you, why don't you make it, make a few sandwiches? Uh, that's the thing. Like, how how good can a sandwich stay? I mean, it stays fair enough. I mean, you put it on little uh, one of those cooler bags. Yeah, how many things am I? I, I can't. I don't want to. Like, I'm trying to not bring in tons of weight. Uh huh. Because I got. I want to try and get a container for the two pops that I'm getting signed. Oh. Oh, see, that's another thing. <laughs> okay, no, well, because they have, well, Jason David Frank is there again this year, and they have an exclusive metallic Green Ranger pop uh-huh. that one of the companies are selling. So I want to try to get that and then get him to sign that. So I'll walk away with three Power Ranger pops. So I want to get a container that's big enough to hold them so they won't, like, they won't, like, bend or whatever in my in my book bag. Uh-huh. So I, I need to have space for that. I want to bring a bigger uh, plastic bag in case I get like other things that I could just walk around carry it with my hand. Mm-hmm. So last, I mean, the last time I went was brutal because I had the uh, the dragon sword from from Jason David Frank, the the Green Ranger sword that he. Has yeah, the Power that, that is pretty cool. So that was super heavy walking around with that. This time, I mean. Pops are like not yeah. even a pound, so I just I don't know what I'm like. I'm it's 2008 when I went. It was like you walk in. We bought the badges off the street, black market badges, mm-hmm. and we went in. Didn't know what to expect. We just went there on a whim, and um, and we didn't really. We were totally. We didn't have like a plan. I knew there were professional wrestlers that were going to be there, so I wanted to go and meet them. And that's basically, we just did that and walked around. And then we went, we met Chewbacca. That's pretty, oh yeah, now I remember. I remember. And it's cool because uh-huh. he was doing pictures for free, so I got a picture. I didn't get an autograph. That's amazing that he was doing pics for free. Yeah. So, but like that's, like, we went in not totally, totally unprepared. And then last year, the, uh, 2014, we went in. More prepared, but still at the same time, completely unprepared. And I just feel so unprepared this year, too. Even though we have, like, my friend has the app. We have, like, the set schedule times of everything that we want to, like, do. What do you need the app for? It just, like, helps you organize things. Okay. And it's, like, it's so much better than not having that. Because then it's, like, you, because the people signing are only there from certain times to certain times. And then I guess they take breaks also. And waiting on the line for the Green Ranger was so many. I felt like it was like two hours, a two-hour wait for him. And that was like one of the very first things we did when we once we got in. So I'm hoping this time the Power Ranger lines aren't as long. And my friend wants to meet somebody from Gotham, so that line's going to be mm-hmm. ridiculously long. Yeah, those. I that's like the hot 
item right now. Yeah. Gotham, so everyone's going to be going for that. And it's the guy that plays the Penguin, so... Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Robert... Robin Lord Taylor? Yeah, Lord... Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's so from, talented and amazing. From, that... uh, from Accepted. Abernathy something Darwin? Yeah, he is so talented in Gotham, so I'm sure that's that line's going to be crazy. I don't watch Gotham. Should I? I'll, maybe I'll try to get a bumper from him. <laughs> oh, that'd be sick. I'm like, hey, I'm not meeting you, but yeah, I'm gonna yeah. try. I'm gonna ho- hopefully. I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but hopefully, I'll get um, some some cool voice clips bumpers. Are you gonna be able to go to the Funko store or no? No, I didn't win the lottery. But didn't Mike? Yeah, well, his brother did, but like, we can't go in. Like, we're not just like. Why? Maybe, maybe I'll run into Zach Ryder. Yeah, it's per person. That's bullshit. But maybe I'll maybe I'll run into Zach Ryder and and be like, can I just like walk in with you and? My, he's not going to be there. You never know. He goes to comic cons. No, he doesn't. What do you mean? Yes, he does. Does he? He went first of all. He went in at San Diego Comic Con and literally took whatever he wanted from the Funko booth. <laughs> I, and like people, people were like waiting on long lines or whatever, or people had to wait. Is there a video of this? I don't know if I've yeah, seen. Yeah, actually, there is a video of him going into the Funko booth and literally taking whatever he wanted. That's pretty hilarious. So maybe he'll I go in. Maybe he'll do oh. it this year too. At, uh, at well, not this year. Do it at New York Comic Con too. Are you gonna dress up? No, because if I get a picture with a celebrity, I want to look like me and not somebody else. I don't. know. I didn't have any. Matt Hardy. I don't I don't have a Matt Hardy. Well, no. Or but yeah, no, I don't. Hurley. Yeah, I mean, I, still, I mean that's just still Curly Sue. Yeah, I don't think I would be dressing up like her. Maybe. So hopefully I'm more prepared this year for Comic Con. Mm-hmm. But uh what'd you what'd you end up doing for Rosh Hashanah? Uh, not too much, not too much. Just reflected on the past year and hoped for a new, sweet new year. What about you? Went to my aunt and uncle's house. Had some laughs. Oh, very it was nice. fun. Yeah. Very nice. How is that family? How is the family doing? Good. Good, good. It's funny. I saw somebody post on Facebook about, um, Rosh Hashanah and then, and then somebody else replied like, Oh, what year are you guys in? And they replied, and I corrected the year. It's fifty-seven seventy-seven. And uh, then the person replied something like, "Oh, I would have figured like, if if human life ever got to that point in time, and whatever they said sounded as if like it wasn't like actually fifty-seven seventy-seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I'm sure there's years before fifty-seven seventy-seven. Like I'm sure before the Jewish people were just like, I'm. Sh- I mean, China goes back ages. Yeah. But it, 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 the way the person said something, it sounded as if they thought that it that the Earth has only been around or existence, human existence has only been around for mm. 2016 years. I was like, what? That's pretty. That is pretty wild at times. Yeah. But so what did you what did you do this week? Nothing. You didn't do anything exciting. Anything fun? Nah. Anything different? Nah. Nothing. I mean, there's one thing, but I guess I could save that for later. Why? Why later? 
What's okay. it gonna well, what's it gonna be? Like what would you say it save it for? I don't know. Mark out moment or Well if you want, you could save that for your mark out moment of the week. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Even though I wouldn't really well, whatever. <laughs> No, it's fine, fine. No, 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 no. You could save it for your marketing moment. I mean, I don't have to. I could easily go with a few other things. No, you, you could go with that because, like, you seems pretty adamant about popping and locking. But let's move on to some outside the ring news right now. Um, some people got released this past week from WWE. Uh, one of those people being Hugo Knox, who was a former football goalkeeper from the United Kingdom. And, uh, it's, I guess WWE and, and, uh, he, uh, uh, mutually agreed upon the release. Then there's also Caroline Dunning who was released. Uh, she was a former Air Force ROTC member and nationally ranked bodybuilder, bikini comp, uh, competitor. And then the big one, the big name of three, is a Tough Enough winner, Sarah Lee. She was released from her contract. Um, yeah. Apparently, then, yeah. But the, apparently this had nothing to do with the fact that she was being released. But uh, her and Wesley Blake announced that they were having a kid. Wow. Did you even know that they were dating? I did not know that. Me neither. I knew Murphy and Bliss were dating. Maybe this was, was that the person that she was flirting with while she was recording NXT? Uh, tough enough? Maybe. Who knows? It's interesting. Yeah, but uh, Mandy Rose is still there. Daria's there. Um Mata is there. Yeah, so is uh, Yeti, the other winner. Josh. Josh. Is that his name? Well, that's his real name. I don't know his gimmick name now. Uh, Yoda. What's his name? No, he doesn't go Yeti anymore. It's, yeah, Yeti. Or whatever it is, I forget. I don't know. But talking about kids, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella, they announced that they will be having a child of their own. Uh, that's very exciting. That's pretty cool for them. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny because when she when Brie Bella was on TV recently, I saw like all of Twitter was like, "Oh my God, she looks bigger," uh-huh. like bigger. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. And, and they were like, "Oh my God, she must be pregnant." And then uh, here turns out they make the announcement that she is in fact pregnant. So yeah, I so guess, congratulations to them. Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, I watched Total Bellas air tonight. Uh, that thoughts? show is like I like I don't like that side of John Cena. <laughs> like that was super weird. That like this is probably the weirdest reality show I've ever watched. Like Why? like John Cena. I mean, first of all, uh, the the Bella brother, the mother, Johnny Ace. Brian Danielson, I mean Daniel Bryan, and uh, Brie Bella are moving into John Cena's house. Uh, of course, Nikki Bella's living there. It's so weird. And John Cena laid down like laws of the house. Like you have, like every morning we're having coffee together, 
every something like every night we'll have we'll have a conversation together and every once a week we're getting like fancy dressed up to have dinner like they they literally had like a black tie dinner on the episode i was like I, i'm i don't get i don't understand that whatsoever and then at yeah. one, another point they were driving uh-huh and uh jj was driving and literally they they see off to the side of the road um, a, a group of wildlife people are like dealing with an alligator. The dude just stopped his car and got out. That's crazy. Like if that's not scripted, come on. Like there, nobody would ever do that. No, not at all. But it was an yeah. out there show, man. And then dude, the Bellas were talking about intercoursing each other. Not each other. They're their spouses. Their spouses, not okay. each other. <laughs> Good clarification there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um it was super this, it was just so weird but i'm sure i'm sure uh this past week unfortunately danny demanto uh he broke his femur while trying to hit a moonsault to the outside of the ring during the japw's calm before the storm 2016 on the first in new jersey Azra won the match groom reefer and joey chanella were also involved in this match very, very unfortunate about his uh, injury. Uh, he did undergo successful surgery. Brutal and, injury. Huh? Brutal injury. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, and we both of us wish him the best of luck with his recovery, speedy recovery, healthy recovery. Yeah. And we hope that this is not the end that, of his wrestling career. We hope to see him in the ring uh, again. Hopefully he does. This isn't going to be a retirement issue. Yeah, it's just that's super crazy, man. Like that yeah. was, I Freak like I, like they showed. Well, I saw the video. Yeah. And like you don't see the actual break, but you see the aftermath, and it's just like exactly. You don't you don't feel, you don't see him landing on the uh, barricade, but you see after the direction that his leg is in. Yeah, I thought it was both legs at first. Hmm. But then, like, you see that one leg. Yeah, that other leg is just done. Yeah. But uh, moving on from that, WWE announced that the Royal Rumble will be returning to the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas for the first time since 1997. Uh, That's 20 years Uh since it's been there. And in that 97 Royal Rumble, Stone Cold Steve Austin won, in quotation marks, because he, he got eliminated. The referee didn't, referee didn't see it. He got back in the ring and then officially won. So there's already mm. already rumors flying as to who may or might not or who will appear at this year's pay-per-view. Huh. Well, because it's San Antonio. It's Texas. People are throwing out Austin. People are throwing out Shawn Michaels. Not Booker in the King. actual match. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Well, Undertaker, maybe. Who knows? Again. Bully Ray uh, returns? Yeah, right. Maybe. Dude, that'd be so weird. First of all, if anyone should be in the Raw Rumble this year, it, w- it should be Devon. But I, I don't yeah. see that happening now that he's a road agent. So uh. Something else I don't see happening. <laughs> um, Ric Flair made a claim this week on his podcast that somebody, a fan wrote a question into him asking if any any celebrities have 
ridden Space Mountain. Um, and he said Halle Berry has had a ride on Space Mountain. And then she or her representatives claimed that she doesn't even know him. What do you believe? Honestly, I have no idea what to believe. I mean, I mean, this would have happened in like 99, 2000, 2001, I think. So that would be like a 52-year-old Ric Flair. Can't this be like defamation of character if it's false? Um, would claiming that you slept with somebody be defamation of character? Right. I don't know. I would think so. I don't I know. Maybe no, not. I don't know how that works, but I mean, if, if she did sleep with him, then I mean, why would she want to admit it? <laughs> why would she want to admit it? I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. Like she's, I mean, he at one point, I don't even know, because I, I wasn't alive back then, so I can't say Ric Flair was an A-lister. <laughs> I, I really, I mean, Hulk Hogan, I would say, is 100% was an A-lister. Yeah. Ric Flair was super all over the place, but uh, I don't know if I could have said that he was an A-lister for sure. Dude, he was definitely an A-lister. It's Ric Flair. Yeah, but at what point? Like Hulk Hogan, start. Hulk Hogan was still an A-lister at that point where Ric Flair would have slept with Halle Berry, and Halle Berry was certainly an A-lister at that point. But was Ric Flair? I don't know if Halle Berry would have been an A-lister at that point. Halle Berry was definitely an A-lister. She's been an A-lister since like I don't know. I don't know what year she was in. It like popular. I don't. Movies. I don't know how you can't think Ric Flair is not an A-lister. You still think Ric Flair's an A-lister? Yeah. I don't know. He's a legend. Yeah, but a legend to who? <clears throat> to pro wrestling? Yeah, that's pro wrestling. Like you go to the go to the Hollywood or whatever or go to the New York City and say, "Excuse me, do you know Ric Flair?" You'll either get a woo or a who? Whoa. <laughs> you like how I did that? That was right off the top of my head. Clever. Those are those creative juices. Lab. Yeah, at 1 a.m. Yeah. That was probably the last creative juice that you got. Okay, don't talk about my juices. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know mine are drained. What are, I'm, you're, I'm you know, already falling you know, asleep. You know yours are what? Drained? Yeah, I'm already falling asleep. You got drained juices, Larry? So, mm. <laughs> don't. There's no response for that. No, there isn't. But what do you think? I think that I don't know. Do, I mean, I can't he, see it taking place. But I'm, <laughs> you try, I mean, Hulk Hogan. You could have seen Hulk Hogan taking place, like yeah, I know. And unfortunately, we'd rather not. <laughs> what do you mean? Unfortunately, I mean, we'd rather not. No, unfortunately, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'm not too sure. Hopefully. It's well, regardless, it's not that's one. It's nobody's business. Slash marking out. Unless you make it somebody's business. Yeah, like Ric Flair. Yeah. I mean, but I mean he could have easily just said yes or no to that. He threw out a name. 
I get. I don't know if that. I don't know how you would if that would be like a defamation of character type of thing. I have a feeling that it would be. So I'm curious if anything comes of this. Well, what um, if it's like? What if? Like if if you slept with somebody and like they didn't want people to know that you slept together, but then they went ahead and announced it on Facebook. Yeah. Like that is that defamation of character? I would think so. I don't know, cause like you did in fact do it. I would think so. I don't know how stuff like that works. Me neither. But uh, moving on from that, Alberto Del Rio was supposed to wrestle in the main event at Triple A's Heroes Immor- Immortales uh, Ten, but he didn't show up. And then Triple A put out a statement saying that he failed the Mexican fans and the Mexican people with his lack of commitment, which Alberto Del Rio later revealed that he had been assaulted with a knife outside of a restaurant before his flight. And that was the reason why he missed the show, which then they redacted their statement and went full support behind Del Rio. Um, Isn't there, like, no evidence of this, or there is? Well, I, I mean... Well, Ryan from the wrestling sheet called up the San Antonio Police Department and they said there were no stabbings all weekend, which that apparently that's where the uh, the thing took place, I think. The, the I mean, and we, we know Ryan is pretty accurate with all of the things that he reports. Yeah, but that's also like Del Rio, did Del Rio say he was stabbed or he was just like got into a fight where he got like slashed up or whatnot. So I don't know how I have no, I have no clue. He showed pictures of his like arm and stuff with like, and his head had staples in it or stitches and his arms had like gashes all over it. Whether or not that's from that or he just like used it as an excuse. I have no idea, but I'm not about to say he lied about getting attacked with a knife. Yeah. That's just like super ironic if if I mean if the story is true given what came out while we were recording last week's podcast with Jamie Noble. Well, I mean, so, I guess if if it is true, we are very happy that he is safe and sound and that uh no large damage was done. Yeah. Uh, something super exciting moving on from that. I've been saying moving on from that way too many times this podcast. Um, NXT, Triple H announced that NXT is going on the road and announced two stops on November 16th and November 17th in our area-ish. Uh, well, one more our area. But the theater at Madison Square Garden will be having an NXT house show. And the Agonist Arena in Boston, Massachusetts will be having a live event as well. I'm not familiar with the Agnes. I'm obviously not familiar with that as all as well. I just wrote down the arena's name to give it respect. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Yeah, but that should be interesting with the theater at Madison Square Garden. I was super of confused. Well, I was super, super confused. That really as soon when they announced that I was really confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was because um, I was there in November, I think, last year for that 80s concert. And there was like there were seats. I sat in seats down in that area that would be 
like where the ring would be. Uh-huh. I thought for a second that they were about to have it on the stage or something like that. But uh, I looked up like boxing there. So they take, they have, I guess the stage would be the entranceway. And then they have, they take those seats out somehow. I didn't, I really, that blew me away when I saw that. So I'll, hopefully I'll be able to get a ticket and go to NXT. It'd be something cool to go to. Yeah, that'd be interesting, especially in the theater. Well, it's, I mean, yeah, theater. It's not yeah. like the, the best venue. It's not, I, I wasn't my favorite venue at all. And I, I would probably be sitting all the way in the back, given the price range, because ringside was like 150 or something, which would probably be bumped up with all the fees to like 200. And now, would you, about would there be spend. a full, would there be a full view or no? It should be full view from all the way in the back. Like it's not just like state, like frontal stage, kind of like if you'd seen a play. I mean, yeah, it is like it's like stadium seating like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it goes up. Huh. And then they they put the ring in, and then they have seats ringside as well. So. But again, I'm, interesting. Not, I'm certainly not spending two hundred bucks to see NXT. Not that they don't deserve it. Well, some parts of it don't deserve it. Yeah. But, well, but as a whole, I mean, NXT is a fantastic product. I'm just not going to spend that much money at all. Yeah. But, I hear uh, you. Hopefully, hopefully I'll get tickets and have an experience. Yeah, for sure. Well, talking about experience, Eric Rowan. He is out of action at the current time because he had to undergo some, uh, I believe, shoulder surgery well, to uh, repair a torn rotator cuff. Um, yeah, apparently he had the surgery. So hopefully everything is all right with him that he had, and we wish him a speedy recovery. Was that He was recently injured too, no? He was just like... I, I think just, so. Just recently-ish. Yeah. Yeah, so... But uh, WWE announced the final teams for the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Uh, those teams include Tucker Knight and Nico Bogojevic, uh, Authors of Pain, Ho-Ho Loon, and Bin Wang are on a team together, teaming together. No Way Jose is teaming up with Rich Swan. Lindsay Dorado is teaming up with Mustafa Ali. Drew Gulak is teaming up with Tony Nese, which is awesome that they're in this tournament. Sanity will be making their debut in this tournament. I believe that's next week. And then uh, Austin Aries and a mystery partner will be teaming up for the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Mm -hmm. And on NXT this week, tonight, uh, they actually had two matches from the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Uh -huh. uh, the Authors of Pain defeated Bollywood Boys, so the Bollywood Boys are out. And the WWE, well, the NXT Tag Team Champions, the Revival, de defeated Cedric Alexander and Andrade Cien Almas, so they're out. And then after the match, uh, NXT actually ended with Andrade Cien Almas completely attacking Cedric Alexander, so I guess uh -huh. he's a bad dude now. Which, hopefully, that's going to work in favor of him. We spoke many times before about how... Not many times, but we spoke before 
about how his character just kind of like went flat after his debut. Yeah. And how maybe taking the mask off of him wasn't such a great idea. But now, I guess, as a as a heel, maybe he'll be able to do so much more with that. And I'm, maybe. I'm definitely, I'm looking forward to that. So, here's hoping. Here's hoping to that one. Yeah. Uh, talking about hoping a little bit, Total Divas. Uh, it returns on the 16th of November, 8 p.m., with the Bellas, Eva Marie, Naomi, Natalia Page, and a few new cast members, such as Lana Maurice and Renee Young. I'm wondering so, if Lana's going to be... Is, like, Lana going to be in gimmick the whole time? I'm going to say yes. I think that she will not have that ac- that Russian accent. No, that, that would be... What do you of, think? That would be out of gimmick. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. I don't know, cause like they went so far out of their way to record that video with Edge, for for their movie, whatever interrogation, whatever it's called, uh-huh. where she recorded the video like, like, oh yes, I am Lana and I am in this movie and I could do a stupid American accent. That that sounds like, good. That sounds just like her. That was not. <laughs> I went to like south with that. My yeah, mistake. You, I, went with, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say more like Harvey Firestein or whatever his name is. Harvey Firestein? I didn't tell uh, In Mrs. Outfire? Oh, God. What did you do to my face? My beautiful <laughs> yeah. face. No, I, I went. I, I, I think I it morphed into. Uh, is it Chris Chrisley? That's is it, the is one? that the guy's name from the Chrisley show? Uh, yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Is it really Chris? Chris uh, I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, yeah, I know so, he owed a lot of money for declaring no taxes or whatever. He did. Yeah, they actually almost canceled his show because of it. Well, it made him smart. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just kidding. That's super funny to me, at least. But uh, overall, as like a whole, it's not. But uh, there's a big, big rumor going around. Big, big rumor that WWE is apparently buying the TNA video library and Billy Corgan will be purchasing TNA but completely changing the name and everything. Um, Whether or not I believe this until, I mean, Forbes posted about it, but until it's official ink paper showing us the, not showing us the documents, but until it's on WWE.com, I won't believe it. So, I don't know what to believe. But I don't understand why you would want to buy a company without its video library. Well, because just like the Twitter followers like made mention to it. Yeah, I mean, I obviously. Mean, you, get the, you get the wrestling ring. You get the contracts with the yeah, wrestlers. But, you yeah, get all the pre- How much? Like, I don't, you're spending Those how are much? thousands of dollars, dude. Exactly. And he's spending, like, millions, supposedly. I, I, yeah. for, for the price that they showed on the internet that TNA was being sold for, that's not what I would pay for a company. There's no way in heck there. There's there. I mean, a, a wrestling ring you can get it for what twenty grand? Maybe? Oh, I don't know. I never looked. I usually had the mattress. I used to just wrestle on a mattress, I not an actual ring. The mattress. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I don't, I think, I mean, there's contracts and everything. You get the TV, it's coming with TV. But if I was Pop, I'd be very nervous. Especially, oh, yeah. I mean, Billy Corgan, yeah, he ran his own wrestling company, but why did that never get picked up for anything? Think of that. Did, was that aired? Maybe local it was aired or something? But this is his first time, if he purchases TNA, that it's going to be on a wide scale thing. Mm. That he, I mean, he might be doing everything himself already. I have no clue. But that's definitely something that, I mean, if he does purchase it, I'm, I guess I'm fine with like completely changing the name TNA and completely changing the whole company and, and seeing what he does with it. But mm. as of now, I don't know. And I'd be super excited for WWE to purchase the videos, uh, which I don't know if they would even go on WWE Network. I don't know how that would work. But uh, there was a lot of good stuff from the early days of TNA. Mm. So, hopefully. But, which I said that, I've ended every segment so far with hopefully, I think. I began every segment with moving on from that and ended it with hopefully. But moving on from that, <laughs> some results from this past weekend. Uh, TNA had a pay-per-view at the Impact Zone, Bound for Glory 2016. Uh, the TNA X Division match kicked off the show. DJZ, the champion, defeated Trevor Lee. Yeah, and then for the Bound for Gold Gauntlet Battle Royal, Eli Drake defeated a bunch of wrestlers involved in that one. Yeah, which I you would have assumed 100% that someone would debut in this match and get a title shot, but I guess, nope. guess not. But uh, after that, Moose defeated Mike Bennett. Yeah, then the Impact Grand title was on the line for the, well, the vacant title in the final match. Aaron Rex defeated Eddie Edwards by split decision. Which, come on, what is that going to yeah, do? What are they, decision, what are they doing on. with that? Jeez, come on now. Like split decision, like come on, you can't you can't do that. We like mm -hmm. we're wrestling fans are too smart these days. Yeah, what's a split it's, decision in 2016? It means that it's scripted. The TNA Hall of Fame induction ceremony took place, where uh, Christy Hemi actually showed up, and she was the special announcer. Uh, Taryn Terrell appeared, as did Awesome Kong and Dixie Carter, uh, and they inducted Gail Kim. Yeah, so congrats, Gail Kim. Yeah, she she thanked a bunch of people, WWE people. Yeah, uh, TNA World Title Tag Team Titles were on the line in the Great War match. Uh, Brother Nero and Matt Hardy defeated the Decay uh, for the titles. Fun match. Interesting. I it was fun. Very interesting. It, too it, much it, outside? It, it left the impact zone like Yeah, a too lot. much outside of the impact zone or no? Um, I think, well, if if it didn't leave the impact zone, there's no way they would have had what they had. Like Itchweed, of course. Jeff Hardy's character Itchweed made an appearance. And then yeah, Willow made know an appearance. Yeah, I, well, I watched the Hardy show here and there. Oh. So, like, I popped when I saw that. So... But, like, what else took place? Then there were, like, corny things that took place, like that the, the fan pulls up and he goes, like, uh -huh. I heard you were out here on this there road. 
and I'm going to not let you win. And, like, he goes after them. Like, come yeah, on. That was what, what was that? But, yeah, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy ended up picking up the victory, and they are now the TNA Tag Team Champions, which is cool. I say so. Yeah. I'd say so. Actually, I just popped at one of Matt Hardy's tweets. I retweeted it. Um, well, obviously, it's not something to... I mean, it's not a laughing matter, but there's a, a giant storm, a hurricane coming towards Florida and all the Caribbean islands and stuff. And uh, TNA announced that they're having to reschedule TV tapings due to it. And Matt Hardy tweeted out saying, I could slap a tornado. I'm going to have to delete this or something, and I might have to delete Shane Helms too. Uh, so I thought that was funny because that was his old theme song and then Hurricane Helms. Yeah. But uh, TNA's women's knockout title was on the line. Now a Hall of Famer, Gail Kim, picked up the victory and defeated Maria to gain the championship. Yeah. You also had uh, Michael Bennett. He was in the ring cutting a promo after uh, afterwards saying that this night was supposed to go a little bit different. And everything, the lights went out, music hit, and Cody and Brandy Rhodes made their way to the impact zone. Uh, stepping up to Michael Bennett and Maria. Brandy attacked Maria in a very sloppy manner, I'd say. Well, I mean, she's not really a pro wrestler yet, so. So you'd say, too. Well, I mean, but, it, was, it was good for TNA. No, that's not what you told me off air. You told me it was sloppy work. I mean, it was one hundred percent sloppy. Yeah. But what I mean, how long has she been training for? Yeah, exactly. I, I'd give a little bit of leeway, uh, but even still, it's very cool to see both of them in TNA together. But I don't think it made that big of an impact. For me, at least, it didn't make an impact. Uh, I, just, I, I don't. I, I feuding. Feuding with Mike and Maria don't do anything for me. I agree. But that, like, that's the thing that we've seen from the start of the rumors of Cody Rhodes coming to TNA. Yeah. It was the same thing as the rumors of him coming to Ring of Honor. Yeah. It's going to be Brandy and Cody versus Mike and Maria. And that really, that's not... Yeah, it's a feud that you span the, the two companies, but it's not... No. That I mean, that doesn't do anything. His uh, other matches on the independent scene will be way better and way more interesting than what he comes and does in TNA. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then the final match of the evening, the TNA World Heavyweight Championship took place for a no-holds-barred match. Rules. Uh, that sentence was terrible. <laughs> But the champion, Bobby Lashley, retained it over Ethan Carter III. Um, yeah. That was that was the TNA bound for glory. The lights went out during that, that match. What match did it go out? Uh, Aaron Rex. Oh, right. Aaron Rex and Eddie Edwards. Yeah. yeah. And then fans sure. chanted, play, pay your light bill. Yeah. That's what took place. It's got to suck having a wrestling company that's like, there are so many rumors and some truths out there about like backstage things. I don't know how the morale can ever be high there. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. I don't get that. But 
Yeah. Um, I think it should, I mean, it should be higher with Cody Rhodes there. And it should yeah. be higher with Matt Hardy, completely the genius that comes from Matt Hardy. Like, TNA should be very proud of that. I'm sure they are. Oh, they, yeah. All think, the way to the bank. Yeah, so. Um, next up, you had uh, your main event of the evening, TNA title on the line. Literally, literally. That's literally. what I was thinking. So then why are you talking about Cody? Well, you said, I don't know how morale could be high. And I said, with Cody being there, I'm sure people are like, yeah, like we have Cody Rhodes. Uh, I'm it's sure like saying that. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are saying that. Uh, if I was a talent or a backstage personnel of TNA, I would 100% say that. He's the hottest free agent in the in wrestling today. I I just I don't think How so. Could you, who, who's the hottest free agent to you? Right if, now? Yeah. I'd go with probably maybe... If, if it's not Cody, then it's Ryback. It's those two. I don't know. I don't consider them both big free agents. I think that you're definitely wrong with that. And I think that's a huge morale booster to have somebody like them in your locker room. How much morale can you have if you're just selling out a business? Selling your company and you don't know the direction. Right. But if somebody big from WWE came to WCW in 2001, you don't think there'd be like a huge morale booster? Not really. I because now now all of the money that was going to your paycheck that could is now going over to someone else. No, you would. Well, with TNA, you never know. Exactly. I was gonna say with WCW, you'd still be getting your paycheck. Yeah, but with this, I don't know. I'm not gonna say that it is. I'm not going to uh, what speculate anything with it, with their morale. But I don't think it's that high. I think um, it's a little higher, maybe? Eh. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, moving on to some upcoming wrestling shows. On the 14th of October, we have Warriors of Wrestling Brooklyn Beatdown in Brooklyn, New York. Match is taking place. You're going to be seeing Logan Black taking on the Brooklyn Brawler. Alder Rose taking on Mike Law. El Torito will be teaming up with a mystery tag team partner to take on Jay George and Steve Scott. Absolutely Caucasian taking and Andros the Greek taking on LW Estate and Mr. Hughes. Did you? When, when was Mr. Hughes like huge? Uh, 93. 94. Really? Was Maybe 93. Because I remember, I only, I remember him from WCW a little bit, and then I remember him with Chris Jericho in 1999. Jericho. Oh, I just know him from Monday Night Raw. Yeah, he was like back a, in like Manhattan Center. Mm. Yeah, like Curtis Hughes. He was a bodyguard for Jericho, I think. No, he was a bodyguard for I believe HBK. No, no, in. 1999 him and no. he like I think he even wore the same like silver shirt that Jericho yeah wore. yeah he he yeah he was with Jericho when he made his return but before that I know him from oh Manhattan. right yeah right yeah I didn't know he was a I, do you are you like making things up in your head with him being a bodyguard for HBK or was he actually no I think he actually was a bodyguard for HBK mm. I, I um I think he had that role at one point but I mean, how can you forget him? He came into the ring wearing a suit and sunglasses. He was this big force to be reckoned with. 
maybe they didn't do enough with him. I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, Rude Boy Riley is going to be taking on Jason Carrion. Yeah, Jason Karloff taking on Joey Ace, Mark Haas, Nikki Adams, Vinny Pacifico. Yeah, uh, Abdul Nasir and Just Neff will be taking on uh, Jesse Brooks and Joey B. Yeah, and then No Limits title online, Darius Carter taking on Chris Steeler. Yeah. Uh, also on the 14th, House of Hardcore 19. Can you believe they've had 19 shows already? Yeah, well, that's actually, awesome. I, I sh- it should be. I guess it should be a lot more than 19. They've been running since 2012. Yeah. That's crazy. But uh, it's going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going to be a... Uh, you're going to be seeing Candice LeRae versus Jessica Havoc. They, you're going to be having Sammy Callahan take on Bob Holly. Matt Cross will be taking on Tony Nice. And you're going to have a no politics, no BS, just wrestling match. Rhino taking on EC3, taking on Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. And then Team Tremendous will be there. Bull James, Hornswoggle, Kevin Thorne. And they promised some surprises. So definitely yeah, check that out. Yeah, leave it to the House of Hardcore with the surprises. I mean, they had Ryback come in last time at their last event. Um, also on the 15th, House of Hardcore 20 taking place in Elizabeth, Pennsylvania. Elizabeth! You're going to have uh, Team IWC taking on Team Labar. Yeah, I guess that's the Wrestle Zone thing. Yep. Uh, Bob Holly will be taking on EC3. And you're going to have the rematch 20. <laughs> House of Hardcore shows in the making. Sammy Callahan taking on Rhino in the in Rhino's final appearance for House of Hardcore. I still think it would be super cool if Heath Slater appeared. I agree. That would be the coolest thing. But yeah. uh, some people confirmed already for this event. you got Hornswoggle, Kevin Thorne, Thorne Team Tremendous, Tony Nese, Jessica Havoc, Matt Cross, uh, Candice LeRae, and Tommy Dreamer. So many more surprises are guaranteed but definitely on their way yeah on the 14th of october russell pro and uh crestkill new jersey you're gonna have santino morales guest commissioner russell pro tag team championship on the line the heavenly bodies defending their championships against ryback and pat buck a no dq match for the russell pro championship champion bobby wayward will be taking on anthony bowens Habib is going to take on Sanjay Dutt, Chris Payne, and Francis Kipling Stevens, and Nikos Rigos, and Buster Jackson. Mario Bocara will be taking on Matt McIntosh. Aesthetic Males taking on the Bromance with DJZ. There you go. will be taking on Donovan and Blake. CAQ taking on Beach Bums. Did you see their promo by any chance or no? Nope. The Beach Bums? Yeah, I saw it. Uh, it was cool. C-Bunny uh, will be teaming up with Katarina Lee, Deanna Perrazzo, and Gemma Cross to take on Antoinette Marie, uh, Beatrice, Helen Vale, and Jen Maver. Yeah, you're also going to be having on the 15th, WrestlePro in Brooklyn, New York, Santino Morella being the guest commissioner again. Damn off taking on Ryback. Like, come on. Tell me that's not going to be some match. Like, a war. Eh. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Chris, Fans should go check it out. Yeah, Chris Payne will be taking on Sanjay Dutt. 
X-Pac teaming up with Johnny Clash to take on the Taboo Crew. Mario Bocara will be taking on Delroy Alexander. Kevin Matthews taking on Robbie E. With, with Jesse, Jesse Goddard. Katarina Lee will be taking on Deanna Perrazzo. CPA taking on Zima Ion, Falaba, Nicholas Regalis, Buster Jackson, and Hot Dog Sparks. And Habib will be teaming up with Revolting Blob to take on Team Espana. That yeah, so be- a lot going on. Yeah, and so much more. Definitely go check us out on Twitter at MarkingOut for any further events that will be uh, coming up in the near future. Yeah, because we promote every single event on Twitter, and uh, we appreciate those companies that retweet us and, and talk with us. So thank yeah. you. Uh, let's take a break right now, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is No Fear Mike Mondo, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 296. Going to move the uh, reins over. That's funny. Moving it over to uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Monday Night Nitro, which kicked off with Roman Reigns coming out and saying for the first time in WWE history, someone in his family holds the United States Championship. Which is kind of like an off thing to say because the U.S. Championship just like recently came back in like 2006, which gave The Rock like no time to hold it. Yeah. So, like if it was around in WWE. He would have had it. Maybe. I mean, Rock wasn't European champion. He was the IC champion, right? Yeah. Uh, Was he European too? No, I I don't think he was. I don't think he was. So, oh, well, don't make me think too hard because then my eyes close. Yeah, but uh, Lana came out and basically challenged Roman Reigns on behalf of Rusev because Reigns disrespected her family, and then uh, Rusev came out and it seemed like a miscue. She was like, "And you go to hell, and you go to hell," and then the music yeah. hits. I was like, uh-huh. oh, that's like, ugh, I cringed at that. I cringed at that whole promo because she was going in and out of that accent. So will she be having that accent on Total Divas? I have no clue. I have no clue. But, uh, yeah, so Rusev came out, ran down to the ring. Roman Reigns and him brawled a bit. It ended with Rusev getting the upper hand and walking off with the United States Championship. And then as soon as they got to the entranceway, out of nowhere, Roman Reigns came from behind and hit the Superman punch. And then Roman Reigns announced Rusev versus Reigns inside of Hell in a Cell, at Hell in a Cell, for the United States Championship, which I really have no clue why Rusev deserves a rematch. I don't get it either. Especially since at that last pay-per-view, Lana literally tried to cost Roman Reigns the match by yanking the referee out of the ring. That makes no sense. I don't understand why somebody who loses and then loses again deserves a rematch. Like, how is that a rematch even? Like, why? Well, uh-huh. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I don't know. I that, forgot. That literally, that whole rematch thing goes right into this next match. Mm-hmm. Brian Kendrick defeated TJ Perkins, and this match made me roll my eyes. 
because last week they announced it for the Cruiserweight Championship. And then, and then like, Saturday, I think they posted on the WWE.com saying that it was uh, uh, reconsidered or whatever, that it's going to be a non-title match. Which makes no sense. But even still, when it was for the title, why would somebody who lost and then lost again? Or was that only their second... Was that their third or second match? Um, first. I'm not too sure. But even still, why would somebody who lost and then headbutted TJ Perkins after the match, why, why does that deserve a rematch for the title? Makes mm-hmm. no sense. And, it, and I really hated the fact that there was like no mention of the fact that it wasn't going to be for the title. And that they, they completely they were like, oh, like as if they like, oh, we didn't announce that. We didn't say that. Yeah, it just I don't I don't get it, but well, and then there's another thing that made me kind of roll my eyes that I'm kind of growing tired of hearing T.J. Perkins and how he was homeless, and I I really like in that promo the video package that they aired with Kendrick saying that um that he basically like is there not anything that he sacrificed differently than 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 T.J. Perkins. Or something like where he sacrificed just as much or whatever. And apparently TJ Perkins, I saw on the sheets, on the internet sites, that uh, people, a lot of wrestlers are complaining or were complaining. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. Because they've been homeless as well, doing Mm -hmm. what they do. So it's like there's nothing like, like, there's nothing like stand out about that. They could keep using it, but I'm just, I'm growing tired of that. Up next, Braun Strowman defeated Chase Silver. A.K.A. Jarek 120. Yes, a wrestler and a mu- musician. Magician. <laughs> uh, and then Braun. Very talented magician. Yeah. I, like, I don't get magicians. I really don't. Like, I always see magicians do tricks, and I'm like, I want to know that. I want to know how to do that. Like I want to be able to have pick a card, any card, and I'll tell you what it is. But I I don't study magic, so. But Braun Strowman basically told Mick Foley after the match to feed him more. I guess he wants more than just jobbers. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. Why. Yeah. It's very possible. Uh, yeah, so next up, you ended up having Y2J and Kevin Owens making their way to the ring, talking about how they are best friends, and then pretty much laying out a challenge to New Day. Yeah, which Which, New Day came out and accepted the challenge, and then said that they'll give them some time to change into their ring gear, even though for the past two weeks, Jericho wrestled in street gear. But, yeah. uh, yeah, so Jericho challenged them for the the titles. But the match made later on in the night wasn't for the titles. But uh, Sami Zayn, after that, picked up the victory against Titus O'Neil, which I don't know how you feel about this, but I think it's just, like, absolutely terrible how Sami Zayn just isn't in the main event spot. Yeah, no, it's very, very sad. I think he should have been drafted to SmackDown where that match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were, was going to be it between them for, for the time being. 
Yeah. And then Sami Zayn could have done so much stuff on SmackDown and could have been in that title picture with Dean Ambrose, with John Cena, with AJ Styles. But that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And he's here defeating Titus O'Neil. It's great. Makes sense. Up next, the club defeated Golden Truth, which, uh, like, come on. You go into this match knowing there's no way Golden Truth is winning this. Which leads me to lose even more interest in the club. Meh, I can see that. I just, I don't get it. Nothing happens in this match anyway. Magic Killer, that's it. And then Magic Killer again. Well, why, why, why do we care about the club? Because they defeated Golden Truth? Well, I think that the club have really, like we said on the previous episode, that the club has really fallen. But I really think it still relates to Balor's injury um, and their lack of direction right now. Yeah, but right now, like, but that makes, why do we care about them losing or winning yeah. against Golden Truth? It's it's just a filler match. I mean, why do we care about that they after the match that they attacked Goldust? Right. I mean, is it this makes, supposed that to makes put, no sense? What is that? That that doesn't no nothing for me. That makes no sense. No, it, it just gets them on television. That's yeah, it. It, right. it gets it's more for the I feel for the audience and the crowd to say, yeah, no, I went to Raw last night and I saw the club, yeah. like something like that, as opposed to not seeing them. If if you couldn't tell, I have a lot more oomph in my voice because we're actually uh, recording this the day after. <laughs> <laughs> Can we mention that or no? I guess we. I, I know you're trying to. I know you're trying to splice this in so this way everyone listening is kind of fooled. But last night no, was there's, just there's no fooling everyone. <laughs> yeah, last night we were recording until I think what time did you throw in the towel at me? Two a.m. I think it was like the, around. Or two, that. Maybe a little bit later. Oh, yeah, I was clocking out while we were recording, and Brandon was getting frustrated. And then it got to the point where they'll I notice. Hit, they'll notice. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I totally. I like. There was one moment where I just hit the. I'm laying on my bed while I'm recording, which is always a, a bad move. But I, it was like in Rocky. Like I hit the mat at one point, and Brandon just he showed mercy. He threw in the towel, and he was just like, "Nope, we're done. We'll record in the morning." So yeah. Sorry for the lack of energy last night. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, at least we are well-rested now. Right. And we're definitely going to give you one heck of a show from here on out. <laughs> so, uh, next up, you had a – right? You're done with the club? Yeah. yeah. Well, next up, you had a segment featuring uh, Enzo and Cass uh, giving – uh, championship belts to a uh, few breast cancer survivors for the uh, Susan A. What is it? Susan, Susan G. Komen. Yeah. Um, foundation. So very awesome segment. And Which I have to say, I enjoyed their segment a lot more than when John Cena would do it. I agree. But it's always like, let's get the one of the biggest uh, uh, wrestlers that are over with the fans to do a segment like this, like how deep, no, like just like how deep right did it on SmackDown. Right. Let's get someone who is completely over with the audience to, uh, give this, uh, honor to these women. I'm, or I'm, have, have the honor of giving this to the women. I'm disappointed that the WWE shop for the past two years now have not released 
those special edition shirts for this month. Yeah, I'm surprised. Usually they have already like promoted those a lot. Yeah, they're not. They don't. They just have the 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 one breast cancer shirt that everyone's been wearing. Just like wonder, last year, they just had one shirt. I wonder if it's because of the lack of uh, money being made off of it. I don't know. Like, I'm curious if that's the reason. I mean, I, I can't imagine that it's like pro wrestling tees or something where uh, they make this shirt as the order comes in. Right. I would imagine that it's like making bulk and then they have all these shirts left over. And um, I think like, but like there's like, a, like if you think about it, like right off the top of my head, Nakamura, you can make a pink version of his and it's strong style. Yeah, and no, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that. I don't know. I feel like. They don't have anything out? Just that one that everyone wears. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I think that not like a Nakamura one would be really nice. Um, it really is awesome that the WWE does take part in this. And it's very nice to um, to honor these breast cancer survivors and give more recognition to the month itself and how powerful these women are. So, awesome segment. Now... Well, yeah, well, I'll wait a segment. Um, up next, uh, New Day, uh, Biggie Langston and Xavier Woods teamed up to take on and defeat Jericho. Which I am a fan of because you're switching out Kofi for Woods. Well, Kofi Kingston is injured. It, what with? Uh, what did he injure himself last week with? Uh, oh, because he had stitches last week. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, even still, I think that that's an awesome thing uh, with uh, one of the benefits of having a three-man band. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson were on commentary here, which I I really enjoyed them on commentary. And I enjoyed their backstage segment before, earlier in the night, where they made fun of Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have any thoughts on Kutchner? Um, no, I'm, I'm just a, fa- I'm a fan of anything that's involving, uh, Y2J and Kevin Owens. I love the interactions that they've been having, the chemistry together. So anything that they've been doing backstage, whether it's backstage or in the ring, I would love to see them do commentary for a few matches. Jared KO? Yeah. I think that could be very entertaining. Yeah, um, so- especially there's, uh, what is it? Last week on Raw, I don't know if you even mentioned it. I think maybe you did. Where Jericho gave Kevin yeah, Owens I, 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 don't, I was just going to say that because I, I don't think I mentioned that. Yeah, where they were tagging in and Jericho was going to start the match and he had his scarf on. And then he handed it to Kevin Owens. And Kevin's always like, yeah, no, give it to me. I'll put it away. And then he just tosses it behind his back. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Seth yeah. Rollins came out during this and uh, watched from the entranceway. And then towards the end of the match, he uh, made his way down to the ring. And, yeah, it caused uh, a distraction. Yeah, got up on the apron, and then Jericho, uh, not Jericho, New Day were able to tag in and out, hit the midnight hour, one, two, three. Yeah, and then Rollins uh, taking advantage of uh, beating Y2J. Yeah, he got in the ring, pedigreed him as Kevin Owens just like walked off, didn't do anything. I mean, can you blame him, though? I mean, I know he's his best friend, but it would have been a four-on-one beatdown. Yeah, I mean, true. can you can you trust New Day in the ring? You just had a match with them. I mean, good on Kevin Owens. I hope that Y2J understands. Also, during that match, uh, Xavier Woods hit one of the most 
incredible dives to the outside that I've ever seen. Yeah. Beautiful dive. Fantastic. It's wild how over New Day is. Like, compared to when they first started with the gospel. Yeah. Where everyone was just like, what are they doing? Is this a new nation of domination? But people were like, is this nation of domination all over with what they're doing? Like, And then it ended up being completely not even close to that. And it look at it now. Now they're one of the hottest selling uh, pro wrestlers on the on the promotion. Yeah, as in the only wrestlers that got their own Halloween T-shirt. So, yeah. Uh, next up, you had some cruiserweight action. Tony Nese uh, making it two uh, raw back to back matches. Tony Nese picking up the victory over Rich Swan. Here's what I was um, gonna say before. Yeah. Um, well, the ropes were red and or white and pink, red and pink. Uh huh. For the breast cancer. Movie. Oh yeah. Here it's just straight up purple. Do you think they should have left the pink rope? Um. No, I mean maybe they should just keep the pink rope throughout the entire show throughout October. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, uh, oh, but because they transformed the whole. I mean, I, I don't really understand the reasoning for doing taking that extra. I mean, I, I I appreciate the extra effort to do something like this, but I don't know if it's necessary. Maybe just do go with the pink, leave it. I, I don't think it's necessary at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I still I, I hate but, that they're changing it. It's it's because it just separates it like as if you're watching another show. It's like when well, they would take the. They're, yeah, that's what they're trying to do, but it's that's, that's it's dumb. like do, do they don't do that? Me, don't tell me. Don't tell me cruiserweights are exclusive to Raw and then change everything so it looks like I'm not even watching Raw. Yeah, like do they do that for the women's matches? No. Do they do that for the tag team matches? Right. So, I mean, I, I don't really – I mean, like I said, I appreciate the effort because that's a good amount of work to do something like that. Even though they could probably – they do it within like 10 seconds to change while the wrapping of the tape. Yeah. But, it's, like, it's like if there was an NXT match on Raw, the ropes, I would assume, would be yellow. Yeah. But that's that's fine because NXT is not on Raw. Yeah. Well, let's get back to this match. This match was awesome. And Tony Nese, Rich Swan, killing it. Yeah. Um, I, I, think, and- I think these two were, were way better than Kendrick and TJ Perkins' match. I, I I totally agree. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kendrick Perkins was – I had a lot of fun watching that match. Yeah. It was very it was very quick, relatively a quick match, um, or at least it felt quick maybe because of the pace. But it pretty much was Perkins getting a lot of stuff and then Kendrick getting uh, that bully choke in the end. Yeah, that's While just... this one was like back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and I'm glad that they're that both of them are getting their chance to showcase themselves on I'm that ha- Raw. Yeah, I'm so happy that the WWE Universe is finally being exposed to, not to exclude Swan, but Tony Nese. I mean, we've been saying for how many years about this guy, so now people are finally finding out who Tony Nese, the premier athlete, is. Yeah, and even more so, it's like, it's a, it's literally, it's a breath of fresh air watching Monday Night Raw. Yeah, no. When you, I, when you give me stuff like the, when you give me stuff like the club versus Golden Truth, and then further down the line, you give me Tony Nese and Rich Swan, it's like... I could breathe again. Like that's fantastic. It's like I'm watch- it's like I'm watching an NYWC event, seeing Tony Nese out there and just crushing it. Yeah. I mean I, I And not even I was shocked that he won. 
dude, let's not. I mean, this is his second raw in a row. Yeah. There has to. They had to have seen something in him last week where they were like, you know what? Let's put him on Raw again because I don't even think. I mean, come on, Perkins. I don't think has even been on Raw back to back, right? Actually, uh, no. This would be yeah. No, Perkins didn't have the match. Oh no, or, Perkins defeated Nice last week. Right. Yeah, but even still, like guys like Cedric Alexander and other people, like they're not being given that same opportunity. Ooh. So I think that's aw- awesome. Yeah. And uh, Nice Nice picked up the victory after he hit that the pump handle Mikinoku driver, Mikinoku Mich, driver. <laughs> Better. Jeez. <laughs> um. Yeah. So next up we had a, a, a promo. promo. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what. Uh. But the makeover of Emma to Emmalina. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Like I guess she's gonna be a model or something, but I don't I don't understand why they're changing her name to Emmalina. I mean, it could just yeah, they actually probably are. I don't know, maybe just to give her something different. Uh, I'm Bro, okay with it. What's different? You could just like her. Like I don't. Who who's got a real name named Emmalina? Are they, I don't know. Real you know, name? I mean, in promos, how many people are just gonna call her Emma for short? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't really see anybody be like Emmalina. I'm coming. Like, I feel like they're gonna be like Emma. Like, I can't really see anybody's. Like, using is, her is she is she gonna cut promo saying it's Emmalina? You know, you should pitch that to her. Yeah, right. You should record yourself doing that and send it to her. Hey, hey, Emma. Remember how? Re- remember how Fandango used to used to correct people on his name? Maybe, maybe you can do it too. Did did Elmo have a, an encounter with <laughs> yeah, Emma at Elmo, some point? It wasn't Elmo. Eh. No, it wasn't Elmo. I can't even do Elmo right now. No, no. Good old Elmo. Those were good times. That was back when we were actually a good podcast. What do you mean we're fantastic? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, what do you think is going to happen with Emma? Do you think it's point? Do you think it's worth having her come back right now because? I'm kind of hesitant with it. Don't get me wrong. We both enjoy watching her in the ring. We both think that she's very talented. But with Nia Jax, um, watching her right now, I'm like, I'm very hesitant. I'm like, where are you going to put Emma right now? You realize that she's already good. So come on, be very careful with this. I feel like they're going to end up putting her against Nia Jax and Nia Jax just beating her. I don't think Emma's just going to come in and lose to Nia Jax. I really There's no way. There's I really no hope way. not. There's no way. Dude, I'm not going to put it past WWE. This is something Emma returns and then like feuds with Sasha Banks or something. I can't see that happening. I would like to, but I can't see that happening. Uh, what do you think they're going to do with Bailey right now? Well, it seems like she's going to do something with Dana Brooke. Yeah, I guess we'll get up to that. Yeah, well. Um, next up, you had Cesaro and Sheamus, the bizarre tag teaming, continuing. As they defeated Mark uh, Carradine and uh, Raul White. Um, yeah, what's, I thought this was an awesome match. Yeah. And once, I thought it was a lot of fun to see them tagging. Once they actually get on the same page and fans stop booing Sheamus and just cheer them both, I think it's going to be so much fun to watch them. 
Like it's fun. I, it's fun now, but when they actually turn and like become that babyface team, that well, it's going to be difficult actually if they do take the titles off New Day. I don't think so. Well, I think it will be I mean fine. difficult as in like because New Day is super over as like the biggest one of the biggest faces in the company. Yeah. So it's going to be difficult to get cheered beating one of the biggest faces. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Dude, what about that part where Cesaro used Sheamus' back to jump off of it and then rock the DDT? Yeah. I mean, they, I, like they, like clearly, it's, they it's, clearly know each other in the ring and they're both exactly. monsters in the ring. So it, It's one of those like tag team maneuvers where it's like unexpected. And I thought that that was an awesome spot. Yeah. And Sheamus was just like, what are you doing? Um, and I love the, uh, can you top this stuff that they're doing? Yeah. Like you can get the better ovation with the crowd. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah. And then in the main event of the evening, we saw Sasha Banks, the boss defeat Charlotte to thankfully become the new women's champion for raw. Um, yeah. before that we saw backstage Dana Brooke, uh, ended up attacking Bailey. Or tried to attack Bailey, and Bailey got the better of her and, and tossed her into the wall or something. Yeah, Bailey showing a mean streak that she has yeah. after being taunted by first Charlotte and then Dana. Um, I like this mean streak of Bailey. Um, hopefully, this actually becomes something. I mean, I guess they're going to do the Dana versus Bailey deal, and then maybe uh bailey versus charlotte which does leave sasha free for a feud as you mentioned for before emma. with emma uh emma yeah. Oh, yeah. emma emmalina that's gonna be difficult like what, what do yeah. we call her do we call her emma yeah emma. <laughs> i don't know um, i mean it does leave her free is this where nia Jax comes in for her spot i mean no i hope not <laughs> but let's talk about this match a little bit i was actually a fan of it yeah, it was a good match I mean, I was actually. I liked. I liked. Like, I, I thought it was a good match. I like Charlotte's uh, twisting elbow drop. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it, I don't know. I I would have liked it if she actually hit it. Are you talking about the one to the outside? Yeah, the the moon salt. Yeah, it didn't look like she connected at all. Well, she it looks but... just looks like an elbow drop, an elbow that she does. That's yeah. what she did the last time when she hit the the moon salt. I thought it was just because she couldn't hit the move. Right. So if you, I'm, I call them moonsault elbow drops, twisting moonsault right. elbow drops. But this was a fun match. The crowd was behind it. Um, it wasn't anything uh, over the top, but it was just fun to but, watch. But Sasha Banks, like she's like she botches every match, so like she's not really that great. But like Charlotte, she like she's a wrestler. She wakes up in the morning and she just wrestles. Yeah, I love how fans <laughs> what? sleep like that. And Where they, were those they, they comments? from experience. They know uh, Sasha and uh, Charlotte. Where personally. were those comments from, though? And I'm not going to toss that out there. Was it but on just Facebook? Fans, yeah, just oh. fans in general. I mean, saying that stuff about Sasha not being a good wrestler and everything, I'm like, what are you talking about? Excuse me, what? Uh, but the end of the match happened where – Sasha Banks rocks Charlotte with the head scissors into the bank statement. Are you – but also it should be noted that the first bank statement Charlotte got out of. So yeah. 
But great ending to uh, Monday Night Raw. Um, I'm going to be disappointed when... Sasha, I mean, uh, well, that next pay-per-view? No, I mean, I was going to say, obviously, Charlotte gets a rematch. Mm-hmm. Um, if they stick with that. I would be disappointed if going into Hell in a Cell, the next match that these two don't have, or the next... I would be disappointed if the two, if these two don't have a Hell in a Cell match. If these two don't have... Uh, I, like they, it cannot, just, I cannot see them having a Hell in a Cell match. You, you, need, you need to. It needs to be I something. Even okay. though I don't, I don't want to see Charlotte in a position like that. I but, can't see the WWE tossing that much... Um, I don't know. I don't want to say money, but that much uh, showmanship into a match like this. They need it. They need. They absolutely need it. It's been needed for the longest time now. I don't oh, think, God. Uh, <laughs> it, it absolutely has. I, I, mean, it, it, I don't money in the bank time last year. I said, mode. say that again. Why hell in a cell? Why not a ladder match? I mean, the ladder match. We Why have not been, a ladder match? Because it's not a ladder match pay per view. The next pay per view is hell in a cell. Okay. Roman right. Reigns has a Hell in a Cell match for the U.S. Championship. I'm sure Kevin Owens is going to have a Hell in a Cell for the for the Universal Championship. I mean, at that rate, I I mean, with the name being Hell in a Cell, I would have I would like that every match being a Hell in a Cell. I think that would be really cool. Right. But yeah, that would never happen. Yeah. So, so and like what I was going to say was when Money in the Bank came time last year, I was like. Women need a Money in the Bank. They need this. You said there's nobody to compete in a Money in the Bank match. Now there, now there is. I gave you names last time too. So, well, yeah, but now they have people that are back from injury, and they have Emma coming back, and right. I, I guess time will tell. You know. So, I mean, not that I want to see Charlotte in a Hell in a Cell match. They need it. The women need it. They absolutely need it, especially. You got the main Who eventing else? Monday Night Raw, so it's it's. Who else it's, is on Raw though? Paige. Like, uh, like I know I just agreed agreed with you, but Paige, yeah, Nia Jax, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, Summer Rae, Bailey, Dana Brooke, injured. Charlotte, Sasha Banks. Hold on, you come way too quick. Ba- Sa- Summer Rae is injured, right? So she's out for a little bit. So you have Nia Jax, Paige is Alicia injured. Fox, Paige. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's injured. I don't know. What do you know? She question mark. Okay. So just Bailey, Dana, Naya, and Alicia Fox. Do you think that's enough? Like, I mean, you're throwing the entire Well, Money in the uh, Bank is until June or something like that. So and I don't even I know. I mean, there's no reason why you can't that's throw not even, that's not even gonna be a joint pay per view. I don't know who has it, Raw or SmackDown. That doesn't make sense to me. I mean that, that's so stupid you, to me if if you have a money in the bank pay per view, then it should be both brands. Oh yeah. But, I mean, there's no reason why you can't throw everyone in that division in a match like that because there's no reason why they should be competing in the division without the uh, without wanting to be champion of that. Di- like, you know what I mean? No, I don't. Well, like, cruiserweights, how they're all really competing for that cruiserweight championship. So you're, saying, the- you're saying that come time for Money in the Bank, if it's a Raw-branded pay-per-view, SmackDown women should want to be on the pay-per-view for that match? What- what do you mean? No, for I mean for their title, yeah. Well, but what if it's a raw branded pay per view? Oh, I'm I'm fine with it being a co op brand, a uh, co op pay per view. Right, but what yeah. if it's not? I mean, if it's not, then it is what it is. It would be unfortunate because I, mean, I don't want to see just one brand have like 
Oh, look, the other we're hand, so innovative. Money. We're going to give our women. Although in that sense also, then you're going to have four money in the bank matches at the one pay-per-view. Exactly. You are time, time limited. And if you do add, the more you add, the less time you're given to some of these other um, matches that have potential. So. so in that case, I don't know how you would work a money in the bank now. It's going to be questionable, but we'll talk a little bit more about that as it comes closer. We'll speak about that in June. Yeah, about that time. That's so let's totally talk about not Smack- even Elmo, bro. <laughs> let's talk about SmackDown. Kane uh, kicking. Yeah, Kane defeated Bray Wyatt via countout. I thought because for sure. Thanks to a Randy Orton promo. Yeah, I thought for sure SmackDown was going to open up with Randy Orton coming out to talk about how he took out Bray Wyatt the week before. Like, why, like, out of nowhere, Bray, Bray Wyatt's just all of a sudden good? Uh, the attack from last week did nothing to Bray Wyatt? It's, it's dude, it's just a really poor written uh, storyline that they have Poorly right now. written? You got Bray Wyatt versus Kane again? Dude, yes, it's awful. Like, you, WWE, you know. they truly have nothing to do with, with Bray Wyatt, and that's pathetic. Yeah, considering how much talent he has. It is awful. It's totally awful. And the reason why the countdown happened was because Randy Orton did what Bray Wyatt did the week before and basically challenged him to come find him, which Bray Wyatt went ahead and did. Kane took the the 10-count victory. And uh, when he went to look for Randy Orton, Randy Orton locked him into storage unit. And I say locked very loosely in quotes. Because Randy Orton didn't even put a lock on the storage unit. And yeah, so it's a good thing Bray Wyatt didn't think to just lift it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then later on, Randy Orton went to check on the unit because Bray Wyatt was talking to someone and the, I think the feed cut out. And Randy Orton opened the, the, the case and there was nobody there. Just a tossed rocking chair. Yeah, so makes you wonder how did he get out. But on the other hand, who cares? Uh, and what, what up, really, what really is disappointing is that this is leading to a pay per view on Sunday, and there was no other explanation through throughout the night after we last saw that. Yeah, leading but, to a pay per view, there was nothing. So coming to that pay per view, it's going to be Randy Orton, I guess, comes out, and then it's Bray Wyatt. It's like, oh my God, where's Bray Wyatt? And then maybe Luke Harper appears. Maybe Bray Wyatt appears with Luke Harper. I don't know. I hope not. I, well, what, what could you? What's the best case scenario that you can I hope mean, for? In that Luke situation? Harper. There is no best case. Luke Harper did uh, return to action the other night at a live show, uh, oh, house show, t- teaming up. But he was on the Raw brand. Wait, teaming up with who? Kevin Owens to take what? on Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn. Well, if that doesn't scream independent wrestling. Dude, it also screams butts in the seats. It screams entertainment. Well, I wasn't like sarcastically saying. Oh, yeah, no, that's an awesome. That's, like, that's an awesome. That's parent. like Tony Nese side of independent wrestling, except like the, like one of the classic lineups, like one of yeah. the, the classes of independent wrestlers. I mean, it's it's all totally awesome. Yeah, but that that makes me think that Luke Harper is going to be on Raw, and I am so happy that he's not with Bray Wyatt. Because Luke Harper now he can be said, with Braun Strowman. Because <laughs> many times we've said Luke Harper should be solo. 
He has the potential to be solo, and there's no reason why he should be clumped up in a tag team when the guy can easily be a breakout star if given the opportunity to be. Yeah. So uh, next up, you had Nikki uh, picking up a victory over Alexa Bliss, but it was by DQ because Nikki uh, Carmella was on commentary, and when they went to the outside of the ring, Nikki threw Bliss right into Carmella. And, of course, Carmella took, uh, did not take kind to those actions and proceeded to attack Nikki, causing Becky Lynch to make the save. And then it turned into a tag team match, uh-huh, which uh-huh. Bliss, Carmella, defeated Nikki and Lynch. Um, it, was an, it was a good match. Yeah. I was, I was all right with I it. Really, I really enjoyed the ending where um, Nikki Bella – well, Nikki took Carmella out, but before that – Carmella kicked Becky Lynch in the head. Yeah. And Alexa Bliss, after Carmella got taken out of the ring by Nikki, just kind of like stole the victory there. Like she didn't cause Becky Lynch to be knocked out. Then she climbed to the top rope, hit Twisted Bliss, one, two, three, and then won the match for them. So I, I thought that was yeah. really. That was I like, thought it was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, I mean, I don't want to see Alexa Bliss as. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to see Becky Lynch lose the championship just yet. So, I agree with that. Not yet. Not yet. But still, very entertaining. And I'm happy both of these matches are going to be taking place at the pay-per-view. Single matches. Yeah. Up next. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have more to say or not? No, no, I was going to continue. Up next, Daniel Bryan had a Susan G. Komen segment where he gave women who survived breast cancer, some SmackDown Women's Championships. Yeah, so um, similar to that Raw segment. Uh, this was also another fine segment. And the only thing that was that I didn't like, I guess um, the Daniel Bryan's music came on way before he even introduced the fact that they're going to be getting championships. So that was like a goof, I guess, uh, on somebody's part. I, I didn't really... Yeah, so he's, he's like doing, he goes... Uh, he said something like, are these women survivors? Yes, yes, yes. And then his music starts. He goes, wait, 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 wait. Don't play my music. I'm the GM. I tell you when to play my music. So, like, it was kind of, like, awkward. And he goes, I still have to give these I mean, women championships. That, that happened. No, that was awkward to me. That was super awkward for me. I guess it's a good thing they cut that out of the uh, video that I watched. But next up, you had the Hype Bros pick up the victory over the VOD villains. With the hype writer and then the Ascension on the stage watching them. So I guess we're going to see the Ascension taking on the hype bros. But I'm a fan of this side feud that will be taking place. I liked when um, when Mojo hit the pounce on Aiden English. Aiden English went flying. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm happy. I want to see the Ascension succeed. Mm. Obviously, I'm pulling for hype bros to succeed. Which Zack Ryder, I guess he tweeted out saying no more parting until they're champions. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. We'll see where that leads to. Yeah. Up next, we had Miz and Maurice out, where Miz had a Dolphumentary for Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Ziggler came out, and this could maybe potentially be the last time Dolph Ziggler was on SmackDown. 
They, they, yeah, they played a, They played a video package for him, which basically showed Dolph Ziggler as a failure. Uh, and then Dolph says he's not done yet, and Miz goes, yes. Yes, you are. And it's because of me. And uh, I thought it was great interaction between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then Miz introduced the Spirit Squad, which I popped for. Uh, it was Kenny, and it was Mikey. And uh, they came out, they did some cheers, then Miz told them to get him, and they did some spirit squad moves, and then Dolph Ziggler was eventually able to hit some super kicks on well, both of them. he didn't even say get him. I mean, they just full on... No, they, he, he went to... Ziggler's like, let's do it now, and Miz goes, get him, get him. At least that's my recollection. Oh, I thought that they, they just attacked him even before Miz started talking, right at the let's go now part. But even still, I what did you think about that? About the Spirit Squad getting the one up on Ziggler for well, a little bit? I, I was fine with it because Ziggler ended it on top. Even when Miz Miz went in to get him the uh, the skull crushing finale, he got out of that and went for a super kick. Mm-hmm. Didn't hit it, but yeah, I I guess I'll save it for predictions. And I thought um, it was, I thought it was funny. I was going to say that like, oh, if Ziggler if this is it, then that means like. Tons of Spirit Squad reunions on the Indies, but like Miz, yeah, right? did Miz say it or did the Spirit Squad say it? Miz. So yeah, so they said it. But I like that. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's I, I would. I, I would know be, Brandon would be at the head of that line. <laughs> I think that's super cool. I was a fan of the Spirit Squad. So as goofy yeah. as it was and whatnot. Uh, uh, next up, you had uh, Jason Jordan picking up the victory over Jay Uso. Uh, With a quick follow- pin. He, like, reversed the move into a pin, so. Yeah, and then following the match, the Usos take advantage, getting going to work on that leg again. Yeah, Jimmy, but- Jimmy first attacked uh, Gable, and then both of the Usos attacked American Alpha. Yeah. Heath Slater and Rhino made the save. So, so- a lot going on over there. Uh, we already spoke about Rhinos, uh, Noah Orton. So let's talk a little bit about this next match. Erd Hawkins had a promo. Yeah. yeah. Which we now found out he will be making his in-ring debut at No Mercy. Or uh, an in-ring debut will be making a Kurt Hawkins at No Mercy. I guess we're going to find out. Is that how you say it? I don't know how you... I'm not too Sweden. I'm in, not too Sweden. An in-ring debut is making a Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, let's but, go with that. Yeah, so next up you had Swagger picking the victory over Baron Corbin with the ankle lock. This what did you think about this? Literally one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Thank you. One of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Like, it's not up there with uh, the hand and Mae Young. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that was at least like enjoyable ish mm-hmm. it's not up there with with the egg and survivor series but as far as matches go this was one of the dumbest things i've ever seen where the I referee agree. the referee called for the bell when corbin was inching his way to the ropes to break the ankle lock using his arm wasn't even t- he was just i mean yeah i get to i get where they were going with it um but Corbin was just inching over with it. He wasn't even using his his palm. He wasn't tapping. He was using his 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 wrist and forearm. 
Yeah, so, I think it's complete bogus that this took place. I'm not a fan of it because I think that uh, Baron Corbin, yes, I do think that he's green, but he's also getting better the more that we are seeing him. And I think that it's kind of poor that you're throwing him right now with swagger because you don't have any – you're going to tell me nobody else on SmackDown can go with Corbin? I mean, and what he is Swagger just, supposed to do? He was just in a feud with Cruz. Rusev, right? No, Apollo Cruz. Oh, you're talking oh, yeah, about Cruz, Swagger. yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Swagger. Yeah, no. And then a, and before that, Kalisto. So, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with... Whatever they're doing, I'm not a fan of it, to be honest. I, I shouldn't say, I'm not, not a fan of it, but, like, that ending was terrible. Morrow's like, oh, it's a tough call. And it's like, it's not a tough call. If you watch the video, you see his hand is not tapping. Yeah. I just hope that on Sunday, uh, Corbin will just beat the heck out of Swagger. I mean, I'm tired of Swagger. I don't see his appeal at all. Maybe back then when he was with Coulter, but not anymore. That's, that's coming from an amateur wrestler to about one other amateur wrestler. Yeah, and usually I support every amateur wrestler, but I can't, like, I don't get it with him. I don't like Dolph Ziggler. He's taking my spotlight. How did you know I was thinking that? Because you say it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> How dare he come on our show and plug only his merchandise? <laughs> So accurate. <laughs> yeah. So SmackDown closed with a segment with AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, and John Cena for a promo. Uh, John Cena ended up attacking Dean Ambrose, tossing AJ Styles out of the ring, then hitting the attitude adjustment on Dean Ambrose, where um, what happened after that? He hit the AA, and then... Yeah, it was just back and forth with finishers, really. Yeah. And then it ended up with uh, AJ on top, I believe, right? Um, I don't know. And then Ambrose hit the dirty deeds at some point. I don't know. Who cares? It yeah, happened. Ambrose, right. Ambrose. Well, Ambrose got attacked by AJ. AJ hit him with the phenomenal forearm, I think. And then afterwards, Dean Ambrose hit him with dirty deeds on the ramp. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't like. It doesn't matter. It's what. It's, what do you expect it? That's still like one of those things like John Cena, like how often do we see John Cena like start the fight? Yeah, the part-time wrestler. Yeah, now I guess. I, hey, you know what? Maybe we're going to see him start fights more often. I mean, have you seen the new Bella or the debut Bella episode, whatever it is? Yeah, we spoke about it on this episode. Yeah, but I was asleep then. No, you were up. You were interacting. Yeah, yeah, but I was really asleep. But yeah, so let's I talk said, about like, that right now. No, I'm not talking about it again. Well, I mean, yeah, but now I actually I'm awake for this. No, I'm not but speaking. About do you it. think that we're gonna see like he's total heel, dude? Yeah, this is the most heel that we've ever seen, John Cena. I said, I said I don't like this side of Cena. It's super weird. It really is. I like it. I like it. No, but, but like the stuff that he's heel about makes no sense. Like it's so you're, weird. You're not, it's like you're not wearing. Like first of all, you can't I, wear shoes in his house, and then when they have the fancy dinner, they have to wear shoes. Yeah, and what then he's of, like, he wants to have that that formal dinner once a week with the family. And then what about the dog? Where the dog bit him on the leg, and he's yeah, he like, goes, "Yeah, so I think we need to call animal control." And yeah, she's like, "What do we do? Call animal control?" <laughs> like, I'm I can't like, Whoa, believe that was yeah. actually said. Like that, I cannot believe that was actually something that came out of John Cena's mouth on a television show. Dude, he's so heel on that show. Yeah, 
I mean, is is are we going to start to see that heel Cena at some point? I don't know. Because the wrestling product goes hand in hand with stuff that happened months ago. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which I never understand. It's just insane. Yeah. Um, and then it's like it was just weird how he was laying out all of those rules. It was like, whoa, John Cena. This is like I definitely think that that's not John Cena. There's no way. There's no way that no. show is like. There's no way. Now, like I said it earlier, that when they were driving in the road and JJ saw an alligator being handled by the wildlife people, he stopped the car in the middle of the road to get out of the car and be like, "Oh, hey, what are you guys doing here? Like, what does it look like they're doing here?" <laughs> and then, and I forget, one of the Bellas were also in the car. They yeah. also got out, and then the mother like got up and she goes, "We were walking our dog here earlier. If if." Uh, if we were walking our dog and an alligator was here, would they have like gone after us? When he, and the guy's like, yeah, the, they would have gotten the dog. Of course, because that's why that's what they were told to do and told to say. Like who the hell stops it's, it's, in the middle of the road to get out to see an alligator? I mean, it's scripted. It was probably a trained alligator. <laughs> a trained alligator? I don't know. Does that, those exist? I don't know. You could have them in captivity, but are those really trained? Um, yeah, so that is, I'm happy I got to finally talk about that. Yeah, I think that was worse than Natalia getting her two front teeth knocked out. Yeah. Mauro Ronaldo. (laughs) How about them apples? That, that, that's, that sucks. Right? But. Toothless aggression right there. Yeah. Which, uh, I don't know if you want to say that about a Canadian. Oh, well, well played. Um, toothless acting. No, going on over there. I don't think that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> but moving on from SmackDown to WWE No Mercy, taking no place mercy. on the ninth uh, at the Golden One Center in Sacramento, California. These venues, man, sometimes they're like super weird. Yeah, it's actually one up from Silver Two Center. So this actually is a little bit better. I had no idea what you were saying for a second. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know the Silver 2 Center? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been there? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, on the, the pre-show kickoff show taking place, of course, we have Jack Swagger taking on Baron Corbin. I'm going to go with Baron Corbin here. I am going to follow your lead with that one and go with Corbin. What about, let's say Hawkins. Let's call that match, too. Kurt Hawkins will be taking on... Yeah, let's call who he's facing and if he wins. Kurt Hawkins is going to be taking on Apollo Crews and he's going to win. Oh, all right. Johnny, you down for Crews? Well, I mean, (laughs) that's just an extra guess. Let's see. Oh, man. Why did I ask you that question when I'm not even prepared to answer that one? Yeah, bam, Um, that's you. Who is on now, the who's roster? Who's on the SmackDown roster? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> this is conflicting. Hmm. Well, I'm going to go with SmackDown. And it's going to be Hawkins will pick up the victory. I definitely am uh, pretty secure with that. But who will he be facing? If only I could figure out. Oh, it's right there. It says superstars. I guess they couldn't make that a little bit. Easier. Um, hmm. 
This is tough. Um, maybe, what would you say about Bo Dallas? He's, oh, why do they have these SmackDown? There we go. You're going with Cruz. I'm going to go with Fandango. I'm going Fandango. Well, that, I mean, but like him and Tyler Breezer. Uh, I'm not going to go that far into it. I'm just going to go Fandango and Hawkins wins. You're going to go Cruz with Hawkins wins? Yeah, or, ooh, uh, oh. No, I'm going to stick with that. All right. The only other option there for me would be Kane, and then in that what sense. What No, he's in a match, isn't he? Aren't they? Not, a, not yet, no. Oh, I thought they were. Oh, right, they didn't have a tag team match. I, I wonder if they'll end up facing the Ascension. Maybe. I don't think yet. I think maybe build that up a little bit. Or maybe they will be pre-show. Want to call that too, just in case? Um, I, then I'll go with Hype Bros. Well, that doesn't make any sense because I'm going to go with Hype Bros too. Yeah. So that's so. worthless. So you have Fandango. I got Apollo Crews versus Kurt Hawkins. But either way, we got Kurt Hawkins winning? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. What about Carmella taking on Nikki? Uh, I'm going to go with Nikki Bell. I'm going to goo. Um, I want to go with... Uh, this is a tough one. Did you say you're going to go... You're going to goo and then ah? Uh? That's pretty much what it sounded like. <laughs> um, why are you going with Nikki? It's, it's just... It's Nikki Bella. I mean, obviously, I, know, I can go with Carmella. Go Carmella? Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go, Carmella's, I'm gonna go with Carmella. I feel like Carmella's been nothing but one ups. It's probably a smarter pick to pick Carmella, but I, especially with this pregnancy coming up and everything, I'm gonna go. For, oh, for, then with for not the entire Nikki debut Bella. of their show, is it smart for her to lose? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going with Carmella. I'm sticking to my guns. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt against my better judgment. I was just going to say against my better judgment, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt as well. <laughs> All right. And hopefully he actually picks up the victory. Yeah. Uh, realistically, Kane is probably going to interfere and it's going to be a DQ. Okay. Uh, uh, you got career versus title match for the Intercontinental Championship. Or if Dolph Ziggler loses, he must Retire. Retire. I'm going with Miz in this one. I don't want to see one of these. Nick <laughs> and Brandon, are we going to see the end of Ziggler and the uh, continuing reign of the Miz? I just want to thank Dolph Ziggler for all that he's done. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> I, I <Nice>. don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Is it? Are we seriously the last thing we're ever going to have seen with Dolph Ziggler on a TV program going to be with the Spirit Squad? Hey, that's where he started. I mean, we kind of did a little. He didn't uh, start with them. He started. Well, with no, them. Chavo. Dude, if I like, if Chavo Guerrero is he with TNA or no? He's Ooh, with or Chavo. Lucha Underground. 
If he wasn't with those companies, if he is, and they brought out Kerwin White, that would have been hilarious. Would have been such a waste of like them bringing in Chavo Guerrero, but oh, without a doubt. I, All right, so who are you picking, I, or do you want to come back to this pick? No, I'm gonna go with Ziggler. All right, I, I like I don't maybe Miz will win, probably maybe who knows? I don't know. I mean, there are rumors that Ziggler may end up being transitioned into a backstage role, like as a producer or something. And I'm kind of I'm okay with that. I mean, don't get me wrong. We for a long time we wanted. Oh, uh, we wanted to see Ziggler you trigger it yourself too. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know what just happened, but Ziggler, we know he can be a champion and everything like that, but we're just not seeing it, and it's unfortunate because we don't know what the WWE isn't seeing in him. Um, but for that, I'm going with the Miz. What about this tag team match? Slater well, I was, also, I was gonna the- say with with Ziggler, um, it's weird because with WWE and Grand Slam champions, as far as they go, like it used to have to be a primary championship, like the WWE Championship or the World Heavyweight Championship, a World Tag Team title or the SmackDown Tag Team title, uh, Intercontinental, European, and Hardcore. Like they could have had any combination of those. Uh, For the current format, it's the a primary championship. I guess it would be WWE Championship or Universal now. Tag Team Championship and then the secondary title, uh, Intercontinental Championship and United States Championship. Which, if you... Now that WWE did the whole Spirit Squad segment and like actually made reference to Dolph Ziggler being in the Spirit Squad, he was Tag Team Champions with Spirit Squad. Yeah. He's been WWE and World Heavyweight Champion. I believe. Uh, so that's his primary championship. WWE Tag Team Championship with the Spirit Squad. He's been Intercontinental Championship and he's been United States Champion. So should he not have been on th- in this list? Mm-hmm. Like he should definitely be a Grand Slam Champion at, at, with this. In his career at least. Oh, Maybe. Not maybe, it's 100%. There's no way. I Didn't they say he was already Grand Slam? I don't know. It's not listed online. WWE listed Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, Big Show, Miz, and Daniel Bryan. I have a feeling that I remember them saying that he was Grand Slam champ. I don't know. I don't know. But what about this tag team match? I'm going to pick Rhino and Slater. What are you going to pick? It would be, I mean, I'm going to go with, Slater and Rhino as well. Really? You don't think the Usos with their mean streak, they're going to pick up the victory? Don't want them to. All right. So you're going Rhino and Slater? Yeah. All right. Uh, And And I I also feel like the, uh, um, what is it, American Alpha or Alpha American, whatever it is, I think that they still have an unfinished business with the Usos. Yeah. So you already have a second, a side feud that could, another side well, feud. Well, I mean, that if the Usos won, that it would go into. But then you need to do a rematch with Slater, well, right? No, so not that, necessarily. Rhino could just be like, screw you, and then beat up Heath Slater. Maybe. Yeah. Beat up Heath Slater. So Becky Lynch defending her women's championship against Alexa Bliss. I'm going with Becky Lynch. Yeah, I'm Lynch as, as well. I don't All think right. we're going to differ at the end of this either. 
All right, we got AJ for the WWE Championship in a triple threat match. The champion AJ Styles will be taking on Dean Ambrose and John Cena. I will John Cena become the 16-time wheel and dealing, kiss stealing, son of a gun champion? Wait, 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 hold, 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 hold. Did you just say kid stealing? Yes, I said kid stealing. Well, that's unfortunate. So who are you going to be picking? I'm, I'm going, with going with AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. You, you did hear me. Okay, yeah. Okay. Just so it, like, it would add to his promo. was like, I prevented John Cena from becoming the 16-time champion. I'm exactly. AJ Styles, and I beat up John Cena. Yeah, that's why I'm picking uh, Styles, too. I think that it could add a lot to what he has going right now. Um, and I think that would be just a, a smart move. Yeah. But, all right. So, we actually differ on a few matches. You got Ziggler, I got Miz. You got Nikki, I got Carmella. And then, of course, you got Cruz and Hawkins, and I got Fandango and Hawkins. So, we will find out on Sunday who comes out as the winner of this Pick'em little uh, pay-per-view. Yeah, now it's time for me to ask, hey, Dave, shameless plugs? Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go check out John at Mr. John Faust. Also go check out Jasmine at Reverse and Massage. Uh, don't forget to check out Montreal Broski at MTL Broski. And first thing in the morning, he is posting some more horror uh, video games for Let's Play. And uh, they are all awesome. Also, he reviews Raw, SmackDown, and gives love advice. Uh, love advice. So go check him out. Also, some upcoming uh, wrestling events that will be taking place. You have uh, Fiesta Pro Wrestling taking place at the NYWC Sportatorium, taking place on October 15th. You're going to be seeing so many awesome matches, such as Robbie E. taking on Chris Wilde. You also got Maria Matnik taking on Varlo Ray. Deanna Perrazzo will be in action. TJ Marconi, Nyla Rose, and so much more. Make sure you check them out. Mike Law taking on uh, Kay Katana. So also taking place on the date of... Bam, 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 the date of the 15th in Cairo, New York. It's going to be Dynasty Big Trouble in Little Cairo. You're going to get the C2 Cold Scorpio ECW original and so much more. Some of these matches that will be, well, one of the big matches taking place, the big match taking place, is the Man of Steel, Mike Verna, defending his championship against Clutch Adams. Make sure you go check out this event. You can go visit DynastyProWrestling.com. Also, MCW, Maryland Championship Wrestling, taking place on the 14th and 15th. 14th going to be in Boonesboro, Maryland. And on the uh, 15th, that was on the 14th, and the 15th going to be in Galinda, Maryland. So go check those events out. You can see uh, Billy Gunn taking on Dante Caballero, uh, Drolix, the champion, Drake Carter, Ken Dixon, and so much more. Uh, Brandon Scott. So go check out them. Go support all independent wrestling in the upcoming month and forever. Also, something else to check out. Um, as we've made mention, there is a char uh, 
a fundraiser going on right now. Uh, Chelsea's putting on a fundraiser, Victims Information Borough of Suffolk. Um, it is to raise awareness for violence and rape victims and the crisis center. Go support them. You could go to, uh, put a donation down at crowdrise.com. We will be putting out that link to you constantly. So please, if you are able to, leave a, a donation. And if not, just help get the word out there. Help spread that word. Hey, Brandon, any shout-outs? My name is Dave, and you should listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Make me famous. First up is an anti-shout-out going to WWE social media, uh, which includes Twitter as well as WWE.com, because they recently posted about Charlotte retiring, which just turned out to be clickbait, leading to a picture of her boots in which she's hanging up. Literally. Well, watch watch what you say about them. They may get offended, or past employees may get offended by your well, anti-shout-out. Yeah, well. Uh, next up goes to Rich Swan's theme song for WWE. Uh, it's on iTunes. I downloaded it. And uh, it's definitely one of the better theme songs of 2016. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. Can, can, it, can you handle it? Can you handle it? I mean, that's not it how it's a good goes. theme song. Yeah, I've, it's such a good song. I've like it's such a good song to the point where I've listened to it on YouTube and like slowed it down and it's good and then I've sped it up and it's good. Yeah. So I mean, if you if anyone's out there doing that, I recommend you doing that. Just go to the options key and change it to point five or or one point something. Uh, and then last up, DMC Daryl McDaniel's gets the last shout out. Uh, whether or not it's actually him on Twitter controlling it, I don't know. Uh, it could be somebody that represents him, but I popped because he followed us, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah, totally appreciate that. And if you don't know who Daryl McDaniels is, he's DMC in Run DMC, legendary hip-hop group. Yeah, legend. Yeah, so check it out. Check him out. I think it's the King DMC on Twitter. And now it's time for... Our... didn't line up but anyway that our <laughs> mark out moment of the week's coming up dave take it well you know what i'll just say mine first it already said it on the show all uh, right and it was the spirit squad 100 percent the spirit squad yeah i figured once i saw spirit squad that you were you popped for that yeah uh, there's no way that you did it i think they they said that that johnny jeter was asked but he couldn't do it due to a conflicting thing with work and i don't that know stinks. i don't know if mitch was asked but yeah. yeah so. um, well, my markup moment ended up being being asked to be in a movie this past week. They were, yeah, they were. They were filming, filming on a college campus, and they came to me asking if I wanted to be. No, yep, that a, that's pretty much the story and how it went. That's it's funny because that's how other movies are made. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went. They needed extras, and they were like, "Hey, you want to be in a movie?" And I'm like, "Of course." So, yeah, they were filming on my campus, and I took the opportunity to be in this film, and it's going to, apparently, it's, it's called Derailed, and it's going to be a Lifetime movie. The synopsis, <laughs> so funny. synopsis, the plot of it, 
seemed very interesting. It's about a woman who uh, has an affair and then there's a murder involved, but she's having amnesia and it doesn't know if she actually committed the murder, if it happened or if, um, if she's being framed. So it's kind of, it's interesting. I'm not too sure if that's the exact plot, but I think that's what I got from reading the Times Union article. Um, so make sure you check that out when it comes out. It should be out next year uh, in Lifetime. I cross my fingers that my scene does not get cut because I've done this before with uh, that, <laughs> what, is it, I, the Disco- what is it, ID Network? Was Wait, it that- ID Network? Yeah, with the... Uh, like serial killer show or something like that where they were filming in a pharmacy that I was at and I got cut out of that one. But like so you were, you were just walking and they asked you. Yeah. Were you I, wearing like, I mean, we, we were studying, me and my friends were studying and they, didn't and they asked us yesterday and were they, they said, or just you, uh, just me from, from that group. But there's a few other of my classmates that did say, uh, yeah, put me in there. So it's pretty interesting. I guess the director or producer, he also did, uh, what is it, Halloween Town? Return, Return to, to Halloween Town. That's, uh, I think, the third movie in that series. In the yeah. Halloween Town series. For which, if people don't know what that movie is, it's a uh, Disney Channel original. So check yeah. that out. The third one had Sarah Paxton in it. Yeah, so it should be That'd really, be really interesting. And fingers crossed that Dave, the rave, Makes it onto the film. But like, what were you wearing? Like a logo T-shirt or? No, they they actually I had Nikes on, and they put a piece of tape on my shoes wherever it had the Nike symbol. You mean in the Lifetime movie, and they're like, "Look at his shoes. What are those?" <laughs> yeah, what are those? Yeah. Imagine they people, them and they're like, "Oh, we got to put tape on this, and we got to put tape across the Nike swoosh, so this way it doesn't look like a swoosh." So that was kind of interesting. I never. What really, if, what about if you were, in detail they have to go? What if you were walking wearing a Mark and Out T-shirt and you were like, "No, no, no! I own this logo. I'm giving you permission to put this in yeah, the right. original movie." <laughs> if only I actually wrote, wore my Mark and Out shirt. I wore a, a, a thermal yesterday, a white thermal. So, but then they had me toss on my jacket too because I guess the white doesn't clash well with the cameras and everything. But. Yeah, so keep your eyes peeled for that. It was a lot of fun. I do love. I once I graduate, I would like to be uh, back on in, on uh, the stage at some point or doing something with acting. How was how was the craft service? What's that? I said, how was the craft service? What do you mean? The the food, the catering. Yeah. It was a joke. Oh, I assume they didn't I, give you food. I didn't take any. They I had was, for you? Yeah, they had. They had. For the past few days, they've had like actual tables that says like uh, deep, uh, cast of derailed or whatever with like a bunch of coffee and donuts and stuff like that. So the yeah, producer said I did a great job. So hopefully that means that I don't get cut. And then who <laughs> – I, technically, I don't think I can get cut because <laughs> I walk right behind the stars of the movie during uh, a talking scene. So hopefully they're like – like, they don't work around me. And one of the stars you said was from All My Children? I um, I believe so, or The Young and the Restless. Uh, I'm not too certain about that, but yeah. And then the other uh, star of the movie has done a lot of, like, Amazon movies. Um, so it should be pretty interesting, and hopefully, like I said, I don't get cut. And you said that it wasn't the, the director was 
did Keeping Up with the Kardashians or something? Yeah, the director, I think, yeah, the director, he's done two episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians as well. So it will be interesting. It, did so you speak to the director at all? Yeah. You should have asked him if he did Total Divas or Total Bellas at all. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Matt, you could have went from like I, saw, uh, I, I told you this, but this one of the the lead actors in it looks just like Joey Janela. It looked just like Joey Janela, maybe two inches taller. Maybe it's him, and he was like fabing you. You know what? Or <laughs> by people looking at you, Francis Kipling Stevens. But you know, maybe he was fabing us. Yeah. But that was our show this week. Check us out, markingout.com. Facebook.com slash markingout. <laughs> I thought for sure you would take over. I mean, I I wasn't too sure if you wanted me to take over at the moment. Do you want me to tag in and take, take it away? Yeah. Well, let me hot tag this in. Go check us on Twitter at MarkingOut. Go and follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave because I am DaveTheRave. That all the latest rave. Don't it's forget actually, to go. It's actually DaveTheRave uh, underscore MO. <laughs> I forgot which one I said. Well, you just said I It doesn't matter. Rave. I haven't tweeted in two years anyways. So, But I do appreciate the follow. And so does Brandon. Go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Go watch us on YouTube and Cooking with Brandon. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Go buy all of our t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Also go listen to all of our episodes, all of the past episodes, all of the future episodes at iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Also at MarkingOut.com. Facebook. And Facebook. Go like us on Facebook. Right. Did you? Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Go like us. And, and hopefully, hopefully next week we'll have some cool stuff from Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, don't hold your breath. Yeah. And we, we wish, you wish you the best of luck in your future endeavor. Have a fantastic week.